You know, it never ceases to amaze me that each day brings a headline that would have rocked the world just a few short years ago. But today, the hope of the free world rides with a convoy of truckers and liberty lovers who have decided that now is the time to let the world know that they are done with the medical tyranny. Meanwhile, the Biden Mafia is beating the war drums in Ukraine so loud you would think that the Founding Fathers themselves had been kidnapped by old Vlad and taken into chains in concentration camps. But I got to thinking, what if all this is just a big distraction from the Great Reset that was just initiated by our very own far-reaching sanctions? I'm going to get into all of that in tonight's show. Let's go. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me tonight. I'm Wade John Taylor editor of the pamphlet, and your host for a moment. If this is your first time here, you can uh, check us out over at thepamphlet.net. We publish a monthly publication about our founding fathers and the struggles of liberty and how those lessons apply to us today. You can find out, uh, well, everything there is to know about us and uh, get access to our free digital editions and, uh, oh, the latest, which I, I put on last night. So head on over to www.thepamphlet.net. That's thepamphlet.net. And bookmark it and check us out. If you're a repeat listener, I thank you sincerely. And I am glad that something I've said was helpful to you in the past. And I hope that I continue to provide you some value for your time. Lord knows uh, time is valuable nowadays. With that out of the way, let's go. So I just watched um, so the, these videos of the, the People's Convoy, which right now is a whole convergence of a buff bunch of different convoys that has started at various points across uh, the United States. And they were arriving in Hagerstown. I think that's Pennsylvania, if memory serves me right. Um, if not, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it's been uh, many years since I've lived in the area. And um, there's a lot of states that are a lot smaller than the states out here west. Anyway, that's their, their last stop before, um, before going to D.C., and so tonight, as they, they hold their little rallies and talks, um, it's, it's their last uh, Liberty Revival before um, making their, I think it's 75-ish miles from, from there to the D.C. area. Um, and in some ways, the hope of liberty and, and freedom of our entire nation um, 
that's on the backs of these everyday farmers, ranchers, truckers, and all Americans who've decided that now's the time to stand up for liberty and freedom. You know, that's kind of funny because across the country, tyrannical governments are, are rolling back these restrictions and mandates in response to this general uprising that has come up all around the issue. But the convoy rolls on anyway, and uh, tomorrow, um, I believe it rolls into uh, the D.C. Beltway, which for those that don't know, it's basically a freeway that loops around the whole area. You've got Maryland and Virginia. I don't know if it goes into Pennsylvania. I don't think so. Um, but either way, it, it's kind of the, the like it or love it, it's the way to get around D.C. And, and you hate it. And they'll be hitting there. And, and from where they go, I don't know if they're going in or heck, if it were if it were me, I'd just occupy the Beltway. I think they've got a 70-mile convoy. I don't, I don't know how long the Beltway is, but um, pretty sure they could uh, loop around it perhaps. And that would uh, send a powerful message. Because you uh, you occupy the Beltway, oh, boy, that's better than going to D.C., um, especially if you live there, if you know anything about the area. But um, that's just me. Um, I wouldn't make it easy for them. But what's what's really going to happen? Um, I don't know. My, my prayers, hopes, and, and dreams are going with these brave patriots because it's about time that, that somebody was standing up for, for liberty and freedom. Everyone needs to do their thing, whatever their calling is, and, and shockingly enough, here it is. It's the truck drivers that, that have been going back and forth while the rest of us were locked away in our homes in confinement. These were the guys that were hitting the road every day and just dropping off stuff that we were busy ordering off of Amazon because we were told to stay home. And we got thrown a bunch of free money. Not that anything is free. I have gone into that before. But that's the perception they sold us. And now they want to really make life difficult and take the livelihood away for, for quite a few things by some stupid, stupid things requiring vaccines to get across the border. <laughs> you got to be freaking kidding me. Once again, we shoot ourselves in the foot with the stupid things, even though all the data, well, I'll let you all look that up for yourself on the efficacy of the vaccines, the safety of the vaccines, and the side effects of the vaccines, all of which could happen to some people. Some people have died by taking some things that they were told would keep them in school, keep them in their job, keep them from, well, heck, whatever. I don't want to go into that. But this is what this convoy is about. And rather than talk about it, rather than address these issues, rather than say, hey, we understand that you guys are fed up and you've had enough, we're going to end the emergency, which, by the way, some Senate members managed to get passed saying they want to end the emergency. But, you know, the House isn't going to take that up. We all know that there isn't an emergency. But if you end the emergency, then the emergency usage authorization for those little pointy, pokey things that everyone's been sticking in their arms, and well, that goes away. And, well, they can no longer issue those things because it's not an emergency. Ooh. So do you think that the emergency is going away anytime soon? It's not. 
But that's what these truckers and everybody else is going there to, to stand up for that. And we owe them our support. Now, the government doesn't want to address this. The media doesn't want to address this. Well, the dinosaur media, that is. True patriots and, and knowledgeable media people are, are shining a light on these things. But the government, what do they do? Well, they create a war. That's what they do. Create a distraction because, well, they know that wars boost poll numbers. And so what they do, they, they force the situation in Ukraine, which was our doing in the beginning anyway. When we flipped the country. Let's not forget the history. We own that. That whole mess. And guess whose thumb was on it back then? Biden. Guess whose thumb was on it this time? Biden. Why is it that every time that man is in the White House, Ukraine gets invaded? Just a question. Maybe somebody should answer that one. But, so think about these people. Pray for them. I know that... Um, I, I lived in that area when I was in the Presidential Honor Guard as a young infantry soldier, and um, and later when I was, I was on special duty in the Army. And and I can tell you that the traffic on a good day is a nightmare, and that was in the, the 90s, early 90s when I was in that area, so I can only imagine um, <laughs> 30 years later. Oh, am I not that old? Anyway, I can only imagine what... Um, what it would be like nowadays. And you throw a bunch of semi-trucks that are 70 miles long worth of semi-trucks in there, um, you can't get a tow truck on a good day. Anyway, um, I I think it'd be best if they just hang on the beltway. Um, I really do. Multiple jurisdictions, multiple states. Yeah. But either way, my prayers go out to them. And... Um, Boy, I, I hope you guys actually get the government to wake up and say, we're, we're done with this control the narrative stuff. Let's start dealing with some facts. And the facts on the ground is that life sucks for a lot of people because of your stupid policies on both sides of the aisle. Whether it be Democrat or Republican, we're, we're all just standing up for liberty and freedom. And whoever wants to really jump on board, we're going to vote for them. And right now, we don't have a lot of good choices. So I hope a lot of people start standing up and decide to run on third parties or something. Anyway, um, I got another second half to get to, so uh, let me uh, throw a break in here and I'll be right back. Welcome back, and thank you for sticking around. If you want to know more about me, the pamphlet, or anything that we do, head on over to our website at www.thepamphlet.net. And that should tell you everything you want to know or how to ask a question that you didn't get answered. With that out of the way, let's go. So it seems to me, and, and maybe I'm blind, that the government has had a lid on any talk about the truckers the convoy, um, masks, COVID, the vax, mandates or side effects. Um, oh, the economy, inflation, systematic government-sponsored media misinformation. Um, oh, how about government intrusion in our lives? And oh, why is the Patriot Act a thing 20 years later? No, instead, Russia, the Ukraine war. 
and a live stream of our leaders blundering into nuclear annihilation is what we see. Those that govern are, are drenched with pride, ignorance, corruption, and um, assumptions that they know Vlad. Like they, they can get into his head and make, they, whatever. They think that, that carving out Russia from the global economy is going to, to fix things and make them rich in the transition. But let's get real. Russia and Ukraine account for just shy of a third of the global wheat supply. I think it's right around 29% if you want to get close. And if I went in deeper, talked about corns, grains, vegetable oil, and other essential foods or food products from that whole region, especially that's the region that's affected by the Black Sea and trade there. We're talking about an epic global food crisis this year at a time when, when global agriculture is in the midst of multi-year droughts in some areas, multi-year floods in others, plagues, pandemics. And their answer is, hey, grow more food. Great, okay, we're going to need some fertilizer. Well, who's the major supplier of fertilizer? Well, Russia's a pretty big one, yeah. I think it's, I don't know, I think it's roughly around 20%. I mean, there's some that say higher and some that say lower. The 20% is probably a good average of, of what percentage of the market. But then keep in mind that Russia is also a major supplier globally of natural gas. And that goes to the other countries. And those other countries make their fertilizer with that natural gas. Except for now, ooh, No. Russia's you know, the whole war thing. We can't buy gas from there, and and maybe we can ask our allies to produce more. <laughs> like they can magically fart a pipeline. To, anyway, sorry, don't get me started. Growing crops is going to be a monumental challenge this year for everyone globally. There, if you don't have your fertilizer in as a farmer, and you don't have your fuel in the bunker, and everything stored and ready to go for for your first round of crops, at least, and 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 getting things going, you're in for a rude awakening. We already had challenges last year because of a massive drought, at least on the western United States, and I've seen floods in in other parts of Europe and and other parts of the United States last year, I think. Um, and in the southern hemisphere, the world is not doing much better. They've had a lot of volcanoes and other things. Their, their summer was, was off and plagued by floods and, and other things because of particulates from, from a lot of volcanoes or large eruptions, I should say. So, you know, we, we're, we're going into a period of time when fully a, a roughly a third of the global calories, at, and that's a conservative estimate, are, are taken off the market because of the implications of, of our sanctions that we started and, you know, the war that we go to rush into. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a Russian sympathizer. You know, Russia, this guy's looking out for his country. He's doing what a leader's supposed to do. He's taking care of his country, and he's telling people, look, if, he, if this is our red line, we need to come to the table, or this is what's going to happen. He telegraphed the whole thing. He said and did exactly what he said. Is he still a thug? Sure. But you know what? He's a thug that is doing things for his country and looking out for their best interest. If we had Russia decide to, to pop up and, and make uh, Mexico their, their, an ally in their little alliance, we'd have a conniption. 
So don't give me any of this stuff that that it's all on big bad them. No. Open your eyes. Our leadership is, stands to make a fortune if they can keep us from killing each other. But they don't know Vlad. Anyway, sorry, I went off on a tangent there. You know, I, I didn't even talk about oil or gas. The, the, I talked a little bit about gas, you know, natural gas, but I'm talking about fuel gas. The collapsing financial system throughout the entire globe. The obliterated supply chain that was wrecked before this started. But no, the government just wants us to focus on on Russia and Ukraine. And if we do that long enough, perhaps we might forget that we're in a, a heap of smelly stuff. And maybe they just don't want us to see that cliff we're, we're heading for. Keep the herd focused on something else. But we have a convoy made up of American people, true Americans, every last one of them. And they're bedding down this evening with truth by their side and the knowledge that this moment may very well save this country. They'll be saddling up in a few hours to make their ride for freedom. They'll have my prayers. They'll have my support. Liberty and the struggle for it must always be supported, while tyranny and oppression must always be opposed. Hey, that's it. That's all the time I have for the night. But... Stand up for liberty. Stand up for freedom. Stand up and be the captain of your own ship. And take responsibility for the destination that you set. Own your life and give it to none. Understand natural law and the unalienable rights that our founding fathers founded this nation upon. And live your life as they intended in liberty. God bless you and those that stand up for liberty and freedom. Good night.